1: All right, everybody. Welcome to episode VI, uh, because we're still doing Roman numerals, no matter how hard Jay pushes me on it. Isn't that right, Jay?
2: Yeah, but come episode 12, we'll be renaming these things. And I mean, as much as you can get me down with these Roman numerals, um, I'm just pumped because we're 39 days away from college football. Uh, August 26th. Can't get here soon enough. Yeah, Oregon State playing at Colorado State. So uh, first game of the year on CBS. Can't wait.
1: Yeah, well... To me, that's just 39 days less that we have for Awesome Rumors. So, you know, once college football season actually starts, it's just kind of like, yeah, okay, we get it. And then people, journalists will actually be able to have real things to talk about, and that's kind of a bummer for me. But let's... Yeah, like, we'll
2: actually have to watch the games and stuff, and then we'll actually have to talk about the games.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that's just annoying. That's not what we're here to do. But uh, let's get into it. Episode six, here we go. It was Alright, so I just wanted to start with uh, some recaps. A little update on the t-shirts. I got a few designs uh, up and ready. Haven't made the t-shirts yet, but the designs are there. I have a chairgating one that I'm going to send to some fans. We'll do something on Twitter for that. And also, I created a fun belt one, which is great. The Western Kentucky head football coach actually tweeted at us, which is big for us. I don't know if you saw that, Jay. But it's it's big time for us, you know. We're getting head coaches talking about us. So I also want to make a Conference USA shirt, probably a Maction shirt for all you Maxion people out there. You know, we'll get a couple up and running, and then we'll do some kind of Twitter thing where we give them away.
2: Yeah, I might wear these shirts like workout or something.
1: Yeah, you know, if uh, if you have to take out the trash, like you've been hanging out all day shirtless because it's the summertime, and you need like somebody's like, hey, go take out the trash and you don't want to go take out the trash shirtless, put on the chairgating free t-shirt.
2: Exactly. There's definitely not going to be things you want to be seen in public with.
1: No. No, it's bad. But, you know, if you're a Maxion fan, I get, I got you. You know, we're going to represent the G5 here. Jay doesn't have a say because I'm the t-shirt guy.
2: Mm-hmm. I'll just wear my G5 shirt inside out.
1: Oh, that's really insulting. Well, I wanted to get started. I wanted to talk about Houston Nuts suing Ole Miss, just because Jay here is a grad of Ole Miss. Figured he'd have a good opinion on this.
2: Yeah, so uh, as I'm sure everybody's heard by now, um, basically Houston Nutt, uh, perfectly timed lawsuit right in the middle of their investigation. So just adding, adding to that, he's basically claiming that um, he can't land another head coaching job because of, I guess, disparaging remarks that Ole Miss made during their their <laughs> nice. response to the nice. uh, NCAA notice of allegations. Um, I guess my response to that is I think the 2-10 the and 10 record during the last season is probably uh, the reason that you haven't gotten a head coaching job. Um, as well as the four-win season before that. I think he's done enough damage to his own brand. I'm not sure how much more damage Hugh Freeze or the like the other administration has done to him.
1: Yeah, but to be fair, those remarks right there are damaging, and that's the reason he can't get a job. So maybe he he's on to something here.
2: Yeah, like obviously I'm, I wouldn't be too pleased if I were him, but this just seems a little too well-timed right when uh, kind of Ole Miss is in the center of attention for – their uh for their ncaa investigation and he it just seems like he just wants to i guess cash in on this on this feed and frenzy
1: Um, well i think i think he's onto something i think other coaches should start considering what he's doing it's pretty pretty brilliant charlie strong even though he got another job he should do something similar and just get some money out of it
2: well you think he's gonna get money or you think he i guess that's what he's looking for ultimately right
1: well i think he already is still getting paid by texas i'm fairly certain of that but yeah, why not? Get a little bit of extra. Just be like damaging remarks. That's all you have to say.
2: Well, Charlie Strong's actually got a position now. Houston Nutt's been out of a job since 2011.
1: Yeah, that's true. But So maybe he's on to something. Maybe that's maybe he's on to something.
2: Yeah, Houston Nutt. No, he coached at Arkansas for like 10 years. Actually did really well there.
1: Oh, that's right. That's right. What's the What about Hugh Freeze? Where did he come from?
2: Houston, uh, Hugh Freeze came from Arkansas State.
1: Arkansas State. Yeah, they have a lot of good coaches that come out of there.
2: They do. That's like uh, it used to be that coaching pipeline with Gus Malzahn and.
1: Well, I would say U of H is the coaching pipeline.
2: Mm, I guess I was referring to like small schools.
1: Okay. Check, <laughs> check this out. Uh, Sumlin. Uh huh. Cliff Kingsbury, which I guess I, I shouldn't be too proud of. Uh, Art Briles, <laughs>
2: which you probably shouldn't be too proud of either.
1: <laughs> well, you know what? He's a good You're coach. You're your own grave here. He's a he's a good coach. So, uh yeah. Coaching pool from Houston, and now Tom Herman. But you know that's even worse than Art Briles or you Cliff shall Kingsbury. Not be named. Yeah, Voldemort. Um, yeah, I even tweeted a part of my take. They haven't responded yet. Just kind of calling them out, questioning why they won't talk about uh, Tom Herman.
2: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if part of my take even sees uh, tweets from people who don't have a hundred followers, but. Maybe if we can get some more followers, then that shit will go right to the top of their notifications.
1: Yeah, well, we have like 60 followers, and that's probably about all of our listeners that are on Twitter. So I don't think us talking about getting more followers is actually really going to help. I will say for any Twitter followers and listeners, start retweeting our shit. That would help. (laughs) That would actually help. So stop being so fucking lazy. I mean, it's not that hard. Just like pull up your phone and click retweet. I know our shit's not that funny, but just support us and I'll give you a free t-shirt.
2: There we go. That's pretty good incentive. Start t-shirts. Take the trash out.
1: Start retweeting. If I notice that you're a person that's retweeting and I'll notice we have like three people that retweet our shit. So I'll notice, uh, if you do that, you're getting like every t-shirt that we make for free. Okay. So that was Houston nut. I think, uh, I think he's onto something. I think it's a good move. Obviously Jay's not too happy about it, but you know what? No, um, I'm
2: I, I don't really care at this point.
1: Yeah, I mean you shouldn't because Olmus is dead.
2: <laughs> dead in water. Dead. Hey, if Baylor's not dead, I don't I feel pretty confident.
1: No, I don't know. I don't know what Baylor did to get out of it, but I don't think Olmus is pulling off the same tricks that they did. Well,
2: I'm, not, I'm not saying Baylor's out of it. I'm just saying I think they are. They're still living at this point.
1: I think Baylor's out of it. I really don't think anything serious is going to come from this whole situation NCAA related NCAA related. I, yeah,
2: I guess, I guess I'd have to agree with you there.
1: I don't think anything at least serious will come out of this.
2: Yeah. They really got through that one. I I don't, I don't understand how, but that was
1: the worst thing I think that's happened in college football. If you talk about worse than Penn state, I think. No. Did you see the amount of rapes that happened at Baylor?
2: Penn state was covering up rapes for like 25 years and it, it was little children too.
1: Okay. That's true. That was pretty bad. All right. All right. Well, it was on par with them. And it cons- yeah. Yeah. I'm, considering I'm everything. Say,
2: I'm not trying to downplay what what happened to Baylor. But yeah, I think they should have gotten the same treatment as Penn State, you know.
1: Also, Penn State didn't get that bad a treatment.
2: Well, I mean, I think they got bad treatment, but they just got through it real well because now look what they're what they're doing now. Right.
1: Well, I don't think it was bad enough for raping children. And, you know, I'm not trying to be a white knight here and say you shouldn't rape children. But like. Maybe a little worse than they got. That's all I'm saying.
2: Yeah, it's it's difficult for uh, for the NCAA to kind of step in there because technically that's not an NCAA issue. It didn't happen on the field. Well, maybe like, that
1: maybe rape I'm, should be considered an NCAA <laughs> issue. I think I that agree, I should agree. now be on the books. Like NCAA apparently needs to come out and officially say they're against rape.
2: Yeah, I just remember NCAA getting a lot of heat. I guess not even supporters of Penn State. It was just like. Hey, this is this should be handled um, internally, like with the administrations and everything. You know.
1: Yeah, I rem- that also kind of blows my mind that people think that that's a good idea. Like, no, NCAA, this this has nothing to do with you, even though your coaching staff has been ri- covering up raping children.
2: Yeah, no, I I, I completely agree with with NCAA stepping in there it's just kind of uncharted territory they've never had to deal with that so they don't they can't look back at anything and reference hey this is what we do in this situation they probably do not even have rules you know
1: well they also didn't have rules uh when they gave SME the death penalty
2: yeah i guess so that was pretty groundbreaking stuff back then too
1: so this is i mean this is the best argument you can make anytime and i say it with like every situation and it always makes me look like probably an asshole but i'm like Oh, Baylor's getting off with relatively nothing. Penn State got off, you know, with some things here and there, but SMU paid football players to play there and they have never been able to recover. So, NCAA thinks rape isn't as bad as paying players.
2: All right. Well, with that statement, we can move on to our next topic.
1: All right. There we go. So, The last episode, episode V, we talked about how we were going to make an award and I said cherries. I thought that was a great name because we could be popping cherries. Jay reminded me that we would kind of be infringing on somebody else's territory there. You know, we don't have to mention who it is, but if you listen to our podcast, you probably listen to this podcast because it's better than ours and we're just kind of a rip off of that. Uh, so, I didn't even think about it, and I was like, yeah, that does sound a little similar. So, we kind of put our great minds together to think of a better name for our awards. Mm-hmm. I think we came up with something pretty good. It's an acronym, because, you know, acronyms are great, and we're real smart guys, so we can create good ac- acronyms. And it is the Annual National Athletic Collegiate Award for Success in Things. Mm-hmm. So, what we're going to call it is the Gatons Annual Anarchist Awards. Anarchist? Anarchist?
2: Anarchist. Yeah, it rolls right off the tongue.
1: Anarchist. So it'll be the Gaton's Annual annual National Athletic Collegiate Award for Success in Things Award.
2: Yeah. Write it out. It just makes a lot more sense if you can actually see it.
1: Yep. Gaton's Annual Anarchist Awards.
2: All right. So why don't you explain how it's going to be, I guess, organized?
1: Yeah. So uh, because we're such organized people, as any listener can tell, We want to kind of set up some categories, but we were too lazy to think of or not creative enough to think of like all the categories right now. So what we're going to do is just kind of create categories as we go. When we mention something that fits into that made up category, they will become a nominee to win the award at the end of the season, which is to be determined. (laughs) piece tournament determined that, yeah. Yeah, and so I don't know what the award's officially going to be. Uh, I was thinking I'll just make a t-shirt, but that also might be kind of like infringing on somebody else's territory. So I don't know. We'll think of something, some kind of award to give them, some kind of uh, anarchist award. It's, I think we're going to start out with, we thought of this category because of an article that Jay sent me, and the category roughly will be recruit most likely to not sign with that program.
2: Yeah, so this is a pretty bold statement saying that this 11-year-old quarterback isn't going to end up at the University of Hawaii by the yep. time he's 18. But, y- yeah, so – Titan, Titan Lecaden, uh 11-year-old quarterback, this was probably a month ago, was offered a scholarship, a D1 offer to uh, University of Hawaii.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that. Uh, I think I talked about that in episode one because it's awesome. I know we talked about that before, but I wanted to throw him into the category. So if anybody listened to episode one, you know the story. It's awesome. He's eleven years old. What is it? Fifth grader? I don't know. He's a quarterback on some like pee wee junior league football team in Hawaii, and got offered a full ride scholarship to play at the University of Hawaii, which is amazing. So we're gonna throw him into that category as a as a nominee as a potential winner. But Jay, what was the article that you sent me? The reason we thought of this category?
2: Yes, yeah, so this is a six foot six, three hundred and fifty pound middle schooler. Uh, his nickname is Syrup.
1: <laughs> nice. Uh,
2: he, his I can't really pronounce his, his first name, but his last name is Goodwin. He was offered by Syrup, University of Kentucky.
1: Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, the prestigious SEC football program. What position does he play? Do you know?
2: It looks like defensive line. we be my guess. So <laughs> I'm reading this article, and it says that he's actually I mean he's an eighth grader and he's six foot six. The uh, the article claims that doctors have told him he could grow to as tall as seven foot six. So my thought is um, why he applies this award so well is that once Calipari sees this, he's going go to Cal- he's gonna go to Kentucky. He's just going to end up playing a different sport. Yeah. He's going to be, I mean, he might not reach seven feet six, but even if he only grows three more inches, I mean, he's going to be a nice six foot nine power forward That's playing true. the Wildcats.
1: That's true. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to play for? Kentucky basketball or Kentucky football.
2: Yeah, there's no chance that he ends up playing uh, on the gridiron. He's definitely going to play basketball somewhere. Why not? At the school, he's already been offered a scholarship.
1: Yeah, but I also saw a picture of him, and he is a monster. Uh, he's not just tall. He's big.
2: Oh, no. he's a. I mean, he's 350 pounds.
1: Yeah, so I also think another reason he could be in this category is, you know, by the time he hits high school, Saban will be at his door.
2: That's true, Yeah. It says that uh, he has members in his family as tall as six ten. So, I mean. Jesus. <laughs> he's, yeah. He's going to grow.
1: Okay. So, good job, Kentucky, for getting out there and kind of, like, making the headlines. I know that's what you're doing here. Because you know for a fact that kid's not going to, like, stay committed.
2: Yeah. You just got to get your name in the news.
1: Exactly. And, you know, if he does, then good. You got out in front of it first.
2: And, like, what are the odds that Mark Stoops is still even at the program by the time this dude's accepting his scholarship? Oh, there's no way. I'd like to look back at these incredibly early scholarships that are offered and actually find out how many of them hit, you know, how many how many guys actually end up going to that program.
1: Yeah, there's no way he stays at that program because, I mean, you have to actually, like, win in the SEC to keep your job. So I don't think he's going to stay there much longer.
2: And if if he wins, yeah, like we said, if he wins, he's going to leave to a better, bigger and better place. Um, That's true. Like, the only way that he stays at Kentucky for the next four years is if he Keeps winning like six or seven games, which I guess could happen.
1: Yeah, that's true. He'd need like one breakout year for them to really want to keep him, uh, mm-hmm. and then just kind of go back to like a winning season. And yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, he could he could stay. It's not impossible. I would say it's less likely for that middle school kid to commit than him to keep his job.
0: voice of a winner.
1: Hey, if you've had a bladder leak today, listen up. I get it. I tried pills and pads for years, but couldn't find relief until I found Axonix therapy. It's a tiny device that put me back in control of my bladder. Why not see if it could work for you? Visit findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonix is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. I would say neither of them are likely at all. Yeah. So that's that's where we're starting. We got two nominees for the category of recruits most likely to not sign with that program: uh, the 11-year-old quarterback in Hawaii and the middle school football player from Kentucky. Yep. Okay, and so, like I said, we'll continue to add categories as we go, just whenever we think of shit, uh, and then we'll eventually end it. Just probably probably just when we get bored of trying to think of categories. <laughs> so, when our
2: minds just get tired of trying to come up with stuff.
1: Yeah. that Yeah, so, it you know, it could be next week. It could be in five months. Who knows? But the Gatons Annual Anarchist Awards will be a thing, and it's going to be wait. a lot better than the... Uh, espies because that's mm-hmm. just it's just stupid that's the whole reason we're starting this because i hate the espies
2: oh speaking of before we move on that uh kentucky football player and i got to talk about kentucky basketball i saw something interesting about how calipari hasn't coached a player in college that has gone on to win an nba championship
1: Ooh, that's a hot take but, so i
2: guess if this kid wants to go on and play in the nba and win a championship he probably wouldn't want to go play under calipari
1: that's true so maybe he should play football in kentucky
2: That's right. I'm sure they've got some Super Bowl winners.
1: Well, I was going to say, he has a better chance of winning a professional championship in football Kentucky than he does in basketball Kentucky. So, who knows? Maybe we'll have to take him off the category. I don't know. But, (laughs) I mean, it makes sense, though, because, okay, so Derrick Rose would have been his best chance at Memphis, and that's just unfortunate. yeah. Yeah, I mean, but you said, did you say just Kentucky or, like, his whole coaching career?
2: Whole coaching career, yeah, UMass, okay. Memphis, Kentucky.
1: Okay, yeah. So he's clearly he's been a great coach everywhere he's gone. But I still think Derrick Rose was probably his best chance. Um And it's unfortunate what happened to him. That's kind of like, it's kind of like the team. Well, act he was his thing.
2: best chance at Memphis, but at Kentucky, he's had John Wall, Anthony Davis, Demarcus Cousins. I still Lister think Zon- I on, on. still think
1: Derrick Rose could have been a better player than all of them.
2: Well, he could have maybe. I mean, he, he's the only one to win MVP. Right. That's but. what I'm
1: saying. So I think it was his best chance.
2: But he only played peak Derrick Rose for like two seasons.
1: That's true. But it's kind of like T-Mac. Like, everybody thought T-Mac was the next Michael Jordan, and he got injured and could never come back.
2: Uh, injuries are part of the game.
1: Yeah. So, but, I mean, it makes sense because at this point, if you didn't coach LeBron James or Steph, then you're not winning a championship.
2: Kevin Durant won a championship.
1: Okay, no. What I meant to say was if you didn't coach anybody, like, on their team. Sorry.
2: Oh, yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah.
1: That's what I meant to say. If you didn't coach somebody on their, their teams, then you're not going to... Because even before that, LeBron was winning in Miami. You know? So it's like, for the last how many years did you need to coach somebody on those teams? And he coaches good players, and those good players are never going to get signed to these championship teams because they're good.
2: Because they go to the worst teams.
1: Exactly. So it it actually does make sense. You know what? I bet a lot of like... Shitty school coaches have a lot of NBA champions that never played in the game. They just rode the bench, but you know what? They got the ring. So, yeah, maybe
2: he's chubby being worse at coaching.
1: That's what I'm thinking. That's that's exactly what I was getting to is, you know what? Maybe he's too good of a coach, and that's why uh, he can't have any of his players win a ring.
2: Hmm. Or just pay his players less.
1: That's true. That's true. Or just, yeah, pay your players less. Kentucky. Uh. So, moving on... The last episode, we talked about conference realignments, and I am very opinionated when it comes to college football conference realignments. I have a pretty good list that I've made. I ignored my girlfriend enough to make this list. I got into a lot of shit, but I got the list, and I think it's genius. Jay, do you just, It's a you know, it's a list. Do you just want to kind of comment on what I have so we don't have to waste the listener's time with your stupid list? Yep, definitely. Because in your list, it would just be all the best teams in the SEC West.
2: Uh, shit, did you, did you see my list already?
1: Yeah, no, I just saw your diploma from Ole Miss. I got you. Okay, and so pretty much my entire list of, for the conference realignment all boils down to the fact that I think the Big 12 will not exist for much longer.
2: No, I agree with that. Just well, there. hold
1: on. First, I have a whole theory as to, as to when it will end. I think it was... 2021, when their TV contract comes up, and don't, mm-hmm. don't quote me on this, but I think it's 2021. The ACC actually, when they first like, re-signed those TV contracts, they were the lowest of the P5, and now it's the Big 12. And the reason the Big 12 didn't expand is because that TV deal told them not to expand, because the TV contract somehow would lose money. So that's just, to me, shows that while every other conference is expanding and making money, the Big 12 can't. And the TV contracts are noticing, and they're not going to get uh, re-signed f- for anything good. I think at this point, some G5 schools might even move up, like the American. Obviously not as much as the P5 would make, but they're definitely going to be losing a lot of money. And I think UT and Oklahoma see the writing on the wall, and they're ready to go. So this is my list, and that's why. I want everybody to know now, uh, I'm a fucking genius when it comes to this Because I played enough NCAA football To make my own conferences To know this works smart Let's start out with the ACC I have Notre Dame joining the ACC and the Coastal To balance it out a little bit So they play some of the lesser schools mm-hmm. And then I have West Virginia Joining the Atlantic Because they leave the Big 12 Because I think they actually belong in the ACC That Louisville joined and West Virginia didn't is kind of crazy to me. I know it was a good move for ACC and Big 12 just looks stupid as fuck by picking up West Virginia over Louisville. But I think they'll go back to where they belong, and that's the ACC.
2: Okay, yeah, that's a good pick.
1: All right, so moving on. uh, This is not an alphabetical. I think I just randomly started making shit. So I know you'll get excited to hear the SEC. The SEC's hard because I also thought about the reactions of people. The ACC, nobody's really gonna be upset about that. They're like, okay, West Virginia, yeah, we get it, that makes sense. Notre Dame, the ACC will rejoice. But the SEC people will just flip shit, no matter like how you uh, <laughs> like adjust it at all.
2: As long as you did something with Missouri, like move them to the west or just kick them okay, out. Okay,
1: okay, okay. So you'll get to that. But what I did with Missouri will actually upset more SEC fans. Yeah, I know. Right. Now you're now you're intrigued. So let me tell you why. So I moved Missouri to the west. Okay. So we'll get yeah. we'll get started on the west. I move Missouri over, so they can it makes sense geographically because now they're playing the Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Arkansas. LSU, Arkansas, A and I also from the Big Twelve, I have UT and TCU joining
2: hmm.
1: in the West. So the SEC kind of is take uh, successfully taking over Texas. So I think if the Big Twelve disbands, I think TCU will actually be one of the bigger fish to catch. And yeah, they're
2: definitely a viable program, especially with their success in the in baseball.
1: Exactly, they have success academics. They have, you know, yeah, it's it's a fairly wealthy school. They have success in baseball and football, and they've proven from the Mountain West to the Big Twelve that they can continue to succeed. On top of that, they're in DFW, which is mm-hmm. one of the largest TV markets in the U.S. I think that's probably number four or 5. That is true. Yeah. So, and you get
2: them to the SEC, that's a lot of TVs.
1: That's huge because with AM, you you essentially have Houston with AM, because Houston, AM is what 40 minutes from Houston. I mean, you kind of got that locked up. And now you got UT. I mean, you have the whole whole state with with all three of them. Mm-hmm. So, this is why I said people in the SEC would flip their shit if I moved Missouri over to the west where they belong. And it's because I had to move Alabama and Auburn to the East.
2: Yeah, no, I I completely understand that.
1: Yeah, but people would flip their shit. Ole Miss people would flip their shit. LSU people would flip their shit. People would flip as long their as you shit.
2: just keep the the LSU I Alabama know. game as a cross division rival. Yeah, I mean, I don't really see. I don't think Ole Miss fans would be too upset uh, not having to play Alabama every year. I think they actually belong in the East, especially if you're going to add teams to the West.
1: Exactly, because now Mississippi to Texas is the West, Alabama to the Atlantic is the East. Okay, so that's the SEC. I thought you'd be a little bit more upset, but I think it's working out so far. So, so far so good. I like uh, where we're going. You haven't disagreed with anything.
2: No, yeah, I mean, I can see how fans would be upset, but I mean, geographically, if you just want to be realistic, it it all makes sense, and that's probably it should be. I know historically Alabama and, and Auburn should probably be in the West, but um like I mean the the East is so weak right now they would just run through that division.
1: Yeah, if anything it would actually like help because now you have like Florida and Georgia, you know, old school. And now Alabama and Tennessee can play each other all the time. And I mean, I know that hasn't been like cool to watch in years, but in the 90s, if you remember that, if anybody's big into nostalgia, all those fucking Miami fans out there should understand, you know, Tennessee used to run the SEC, so it would be kind of cool to see that. For sure. And Northern Alabama that's like the mix between Tennessee and Alabama fans. That's some of the most white trash fan base in America. So that's great. Just my <laughs> I opinion.
2: I think we've gone through the SEC, uh, all their fan bases, and just talked about that's the trashiest Oh my base.
1: God. Well, I've actually spent time in Huntsville, Alabama. I went to a fraternity party at UAH. Or, yeah, UAH. Uh, yeah. And the way they sounded actually makes it sound like UH. They're like, UH. And it's amazing. They're all either like, they're mostly all Alabama fans, but there's some Tennessee fans because it's not far. When you're in Huntsville, you're about like an hour from Chattanooga, maybe less, maybe like 30 minutes. So it, they're great. I mean, I love Northern Alabama. So
2: All right. So what other conferences you got?
1: So moving on to the Big Ten, not much difference. I moved Purdue to the East. I mean, who cares? The, in my opinion, the Big Ten West, is it's, it's just like, it's too weak anyway. But the East has Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio, Penn State, you know, the, the Ohio East. Ohio State. Yeah, that's what I said, Penn State. You said Ohio. Oh.
2: Obviously, well, I know whatever. what you're talking about. Just,
1: whatever. You know what I mean. So, yeah, the the East right now is too strong anyway, so I moved Purdue over because they're dog shit. And in the West, from the Big 12, I got Kansas and Oklahoma.
2: Yeah, no, I there's been those Oklahoma to Big 10 rumors for a long time because of their academic prestige, and mm-hmm. that's what Big 10 really looks for. Obviously, the, the athletics is a big draw from
1: yeah, well, all three major sports. Well, and think about it. The Big Ten West now conquers the Midwest. They have Illinois, Iowa, Minnesota, Nebraska, Wisconsin, Kansas, Oklahoma, and Northwestern, which is essentially in Chicago, uh, which is kind of like the city of the, the Midwest. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I think it'd be perfect. The Big Ten can represent, like, the Midwest.
2: For sure, yeah. Um, I, could, I could see that happening. I mean, Kansas would be there strictly for basketball yeah
1: well yeah but i mean for the big 10 that's great and there's a lot they have a lot of weak football schools there i think it wouldn't be like so crazy because if you try to put kansas in the sec it would just be stupid Mm -hmm. they wouldn't make vanderbilt look dominant
2: dude oklahoma would run through the big 10 west (laughs) every year
1: well in football uh, yeah but it would be cool to see them play nebraska again
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that would be a nice little Wisconsin, former Big 12. Wisconsin, robbery. that'd
1: be a cool little game they would have. And, you know, sure. I, think that, I think they fit in with Big 10. Iowa, that'd be cool. I think they're a perfect Big 10 school. And then, you know, Kansas, yeah, they suck, but they get to play Northwestern and Illinois. You know, so it's not too far off when it comes to football. But when it comes to basketball, they would com- be competing with some other really great basketball schools. Mm hmm. So, I think that's the Big Ten. I mean, so far, I'm just killing it. Am I not?
2: Oh, for sure. I'd give you probably a B+.
1: Well, if you give me a B+, that's better than any grade I ever got in college, so I'll accept that. <laughs> uh, okay, so moving to the made-up conference of the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. The Pac 12 gets a lot of schools that other conferences didn't want because essentially that's that's the way I'm looking at it. The Pac 12 is so far away from all the other school uh, conferences, they just have to kind of fight to expand east at this point. And it kind of sucks for them because they have like good programs over there on the west coast, but they can't expand too far because they're so limited geographically. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. The, you know what are you gonna do? I don't think they're I don't think they're gonna get Oklahoma. I don't think they're gonna get Texas. They could probably get TCU, but in my opinion, I think the SEC would want TCU if they're gonna add add two more. So here's what I got for the pack. I'll start at the West because I had to move USC and UCL over to the West. So now all of California is in the West, which Damn, is yeah, that's
2: a dominant division.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I mean, if I'm a big geographically accurate guy, and I had to do it.
2: Yeah, no, it's not about competitive balance. You just gotta go with geography, and then kind of hope that it evens out over time.
1: Yeah, I'm a free market kind of guy. I set it up right. accurately and let them decide. That's right. So I'm not, you know, I'm not big government. I'm not here to get in your business. I'm gonna set it up how it should be and let you figure it out. So I moved to USC and UCLA all over. So now, like the West is all of Oregon, all of Washington, and all of California. Mm-hmm. And I think that makes sense. It's the whole Pacific Coast. Mm-hmm. So now for the East, they got. Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah. Right, so Arizona and the mountains. But who they gained from the Big Twelve would be Texas Tech, mm-hmm. Oklahoma State, Baylor, and Kansas State.
2: Wow, four teams.
1: Yeah, because they needed they need to add that many I, to uh, to make up for how much smaller they are than the other conferences.
2: So you went out and split up both Kansas and Oklahoma.
1: Yes, I did. I wow. did. I did, because you know what? Those I don't think those rivalries matter that much, in my opinion.
2: Dude, they're huge rivalries. Really? I mean, I guess if we look at the history, though, they split up Texas and Texas A&M. Yeah, Battle of Bedlam te- uh, for Oklahoma versus Oklahoma State.
1: Yeah, but Oklahoma doesn't care that much about Oklahoma State. They care more about Texas, and I had to split them up.
2: <sighs> I just... I, mean, I don't
1: see the Big Ten wanting Oklahoma State. If you, had, Oklahoma, another, if you State, had another
2: reason to split them up, I would understand. Well, but here, this, that is, this is this robbery doesn't matter.
1: Okay, this is my reason right here. I don't see Big Ten actually caring that much about getting Oklahoma State.
2: Well, no, but at some that's point, that's It might be like a it might be like a package deal.
1: No, there's no way it's a package deal. Oklahoma's taking the best deal they can get.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I just can't see them leaving. There's me. no
1: okay. way Oklahoma sticks their neck out for Oklahoma State. There's no way. in. I don't, I don't see that happening. I see Oklahoma taking the best deal they can get, and they're already starting all this hype. I think they're behind some of these like rumors into the Big Ten just to kind of get the Big Ten saying, we need Oklahoma. I don't think they give a shit about Oklahoma State. You can play like non-conference rivalry game every year if you really want. Clearly, A&M and UT didn't care that much, and that was a way bigger football rivalry.
2: Yeah, but that was AM's, like, hey, screw you. We're going to leave and go to nope. a better conference because nope. you're forcing the nope. Big 12 to. What are you talking about? Not
1: true. Not true. It came out that the Big 12 actually was against it. And the athletic director of AM, when it happened, wanted to continue the game. And the Big 12 was so bitter about it that they said no.
2: I'm saying the reason the AM left was because they, oh. Saw, oh. they yeah. saw that the Big 12 was going under and. They saw that Texas um, was kind of holding them hostage. And they're like, no, we're, we're not going to do this. Okay, I think you're talking about the reason better. they don't
1: play anymore. But I agree with you on that. But at the same time, I just don't see Oklahoma sticking their neck out for Oklahoma State if they're getting a bid to the Big Ten. Because I think the Big Ten is a conference that no matter what happens, that conference will stay around forever. Because it's so mm. historical, and they yeah. have really they have a lot of big, old, historical programs that will just always be around. And that is, the, in my opinion, the safest conference to be in.
2: Yeah, well, be careful what you say about never, because ten years ago we could have said the same thing about Texas and Oklahoma and Texas a and Well,
1: I still say that about those three programs, but I wouldn't say they had to stay together. I would have never said that about the Big Ten, the Big Twelve, ten years ago. I think I stick. I, I think I'm. History have. repeats itself on this one. I think the Big Ten has continued to prove that it's the safest conference to be in.
2: Okay, well, I just I, f- I feel very dangerous saying saying never because. Um, Okay. Stuff could happen. Stuff could definitely happen. Okay, that's true. Especially with with the ACC so close.
1: Well, and especially with like Russia wanting to bomb us or North Korea. I mean, the
2: Big East was probably the closest proximity of any conference, their most dominant basketball conference that you know ever.
1: They could never. But no, that's totally different. They could never sustain because they're so dominant in basketball. That's not going to hold it because number one, basketball isn't going to be in the top selling college sport. Just
2: saying, it's easy to play revisionist history now.
1: Mm, I can also say that. Big Ten has a, has programs that have always proven. The Big East only came around after the Big Ten was already dominant for 50 years plus before that. And then on top of that, the Big Ten's been good at every single sport almost forever, whereas the Big East just took a bunch of small schools, put it together to make a good basketball conference. That was never going to last forever.
2: Big Ten's pretty good at baseball.
1: Okay, well, they have a few. They have a, but you know what? Baseball doesn't make money. As long as you're good at football and basketball, both of them together, you will be good. But also, at the same time, you can't take away the history that the Big Ten has. That's just like – that's a fact that you can't You can't add that into your equation.
2: All right, so to recap this, this whole realignment, it's basically just – you could rename this like – um, what happens when the Big what, 12 expands? Yeah, exactly. Disbands? What's to do with the Big 12 schools?
1: Okay, so for all the listeners, that's what this whole thing is. And if you disagree with me, fucking at me. I dare you because I will destroy you.
0: You're Talking to me? Well, then who the hell else are you talking? To? You're talking to me? Well,
1: I'm the only one here.
0: Who the fuck do you think you're talking
1: to? Yeah, I. I mean, I think it. I think it works perfectly. Just to recap: West Virginia, ACC, UT, and TCU to the SEC. Uh, Kansas Oklahoma to the Big Ten, Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, Baylor, and Kansas State to the Pac-12. I think it works perfect. Also, I don't know if you uh, noticed, but I left out one Big 12 school, and I think it is the least valuable school in the Big 12. Iowa State? Iowa State.
2: Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, okay. So they're just going to go out to the Mountain West or something? Uh,
1: I have them in the American. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I get, Yeah, I can see that.
1: That's actually fair. I mean, look, it sucks for Iowa State. I get it. That sucks. But you know what? You've been in the Big 12 for how long, and you still haven't like proven that you're worth anything? TCU's been in it for, what, like six years? <laughs> and I think they're one of the most valuable programs. So, no. I, 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 I'm i sorry, but I'm not fucking sorry. Sorry, Dude, not I, sorry, I love,
2: bitch. I love Iowa State basketball.
1: Full respect to Iowa State basketball. They, they can put together a good program. But is there pretty good basketball program worth enough for them to like be anywhere that matters? In my opinion, no. I don't no, see probably not. I don't see the Big Ten wanting them. I don't I, it just doesn't make sense to me. If because right now how I have it, all the P5 schools now have 16 teams. Every single mm-hmm. one of
2: them. It's perfect. Which could definitely happen, you know, four ultra conferences.
1: Yeah, I could I could see the NCAA just being like, okay, this is how it's gonna be right now. There's four ultra-conferences. The other conferences can exist, but it's going to be kind of like a divide where it's like, this is D1, this is a little less. And as a Houston fan, it sucks, but I'm willing to admit it. I don't see the Big Ten wanting Iowa State, and I think that's their best chance because I was there, because the Big Ten would much rather have Kansas or Oklahoma.
2: For sure, yeah. In your situation, the Big Ten is probably coming out of the best
1: um, getting
2: those two programs. I mean, obviously the SEC is getting... That's true. Texas TCU, but
1: Yeah, that's true. The Big 10 does come out the best. Yes, but I like I said I view them as the most valuable conference to be in. And I think it just makes sense. I think, you know, UT is big. That's a huge fish to hook. And so the SEC getting them alone is just huge, not because they're mm-hmm. good or competitive right now, but just they're the most valuable brand in all of collegiate athletics. I mean, NCAA. yeah, they'd be like
2: that would be like signing like a, a 29-year-old MVP who just came off an ACL tear. It's like, yeah, we know he's hurt right now, but we've seen what he can do. Right.
1: Once he and gets we're hoping good that again. he gets back to that point. Yeah, once he gets good again because there's enough money put behind him, he will be one of the most dominant Players in the league. He's got the
2: infrastructure, you know. He's got Ex- the the history.
1: Exactly. So uh, I think Texas is a good move. I mean, I think uh, SEC getting Texas is huge, and I think TCU is actually like, if I'm wrong, whoever gets TCU, I think that was the best fucking move because TCU will go to any other conference. They will accept mm-hmm. pretty much anything, I think, because they're just like, oh shit, they're kind of thinking. We just came to the Mountain West with the newest in this conference. We just hope somebody wants us. But I don't. I I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. But I think TCU might undervalue themselves. If I was TCU, I would value myself really high. Maybe not.
2: It's Like the girl, the girl that comes from middle school and doesn't think she, or like. Goes into high school, actually, pull that middle school
1: part Yeah, out. whoa, 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 <laughs> What are you talking about? All right, what are you, actually, recruit no, for UConn? What are you, recruit for UConn? I'm not
2: recruiting recund- <laughs> The girl who goes into senior year, I was trying to say goes into freshman yeah, year.
1: Yeah, okay, okay. Goes into right.
2: senior year and doesn't think she's that hot. Yeah, uh, and then goes to college TCU. and,
1: yeah, and then she's, yeah. And then that's the girl that you want to pick up because she doesn't think she's hot. Low self-esteem. TCU <laughs> low is self-esteem. that hot girl with low self-esteem. <laughs>
2: That's right. She doesn't know her worth.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, out of this whole thing, Iowa State is, like, the biggest loser. I think, other than Iowa State, everybody else is a winner. Because getting out of the Big 12, I think, is a win for you. Get the fuck out of the Big 12. You know, the teams joining the pack, it sucks that you have to travel all the way to the West Coast for games. For Tech, it's not too bad to Colorado. Yeah, Lubbock
2: Lubbock is already pretty much in California.
1: Right. Lubbock is like the redneck California already. So Baylor, I'm sorry, but I think Baylor, you kind of shot yourself in the foot um, at bad timing on your part. And Kansas State, like, I just had to put you in there to balance it out. If, honestly, Kansas State, you were tough. Yeah, Iowa State, sorry, but, you know, just fucking deal with it. And honestly, I don't know. The American's pretty good. I mean, I would say their stadium, their football stadium size is a little bit bigger than the other teams in the American, but not by much. Oh, what are they? Probably like 60,000. Uh, that,
2: that'd probably be a high estimate.
1: Yeah, 60,000. I'm going to say. I, I would say, okay, right now I'm going out on a limb here. Iowa State's football stadium is 60,000. Didn't even look it up. So we'll look well, this I'm up. Looking, later.
2: I'm looking it up currently.
1: Oh, shit. Jack uh,
2: Trice Stadium. We got to visit there.
1: All right. Well.
2: Wow. Uh well their record attendance I don't know if this is their actual attendance. But their record attendance is Yeah, this is their current capacity is 61,500.
1: Oh, 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 oh. God damn, I'm so fucking good at college football stadiums. This is where I shine, by the way, everyone. I played enough NCAA football to know these things. But okay, so you're 60,000. You're probably not filling it up every every year cuz you're not that good. Cincinnati's, I think, like 40, maybe 50,000. U of H is 40,000. ECU's like 40,000. So it's not like that big to where it would be weird, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So I think out of all those schools, Iowa State, if you you have to take one of them out, I think Iowa State would be the one you drop down to the American. And you know what? The American's fucking good. And also, I actually, just to even it out, I had to put another team in the American. And the only other thing that makes sense to me unless they brought somebody up, which would kind of suck, but BYU.
2: Yeah, no, I agree.
1: Yeah, if BYU can't stay independent any longer, this is like my whole idea is like there's no more independent schools, right? Because I have Notre Dame having being forced to go to the ACC. So that would be kind of like a scenario where the NCAA is like, you know what, independency is just like we don't want that anymore. Join a conference. The BYU just joins the American. And you know what that makes? That would make a really interesting conference for – you know, a bowl game at the end of the season. Whoever won that conference would be really competitive against one of these top P5 schools. Definitely. Yeah, so I think that's the new scenario. I think it actually works, and I know we spent a lot of fucking time on it, but you know what? If you don't like the idea of the Big 12 dying and getting to make the perfect conference, then don't listen to this fucking podcast. You're probably the same person that didn't like our whole segment about NCAA football.
2: This is why I want to name these podcasts rather than just do Roman numerals, because this could easily be titled what happens when big 12 dies or something like that
1: okay actually this is we're gonna start it right now mm. roman numeral vi like dash big 12 death
2: yep okay death That'll of the big some 12
1: something like that yeah yeah so that's what we're gonna do we decided it right now all right and that's what that's what we got for the conference realignments i'm glad jay you agreed with everything that that was really surprising but i guess when i'm so good and so smart at what i do you can't really argue because you don't want to look dumb
2: well, no, we had some discussion about Oklahoma and Oklahoma State.
1: Yeah, but you look stupid and I shut you down. So,
2: No, I don't think so. Yeah, we'll I let think, the listeners I, off, I think the
1: listeners will agree. Okay, so moving on from that, uh, about 15 minutes later, we wanted to start a new segment that me and Jay were just talking about before this it's episode. Is like it 15 minutes
2: later? <laughs> I think it's more than that. <laughs>
1: Fuck. All right, well, <laughs> me and Jeff are talking about starting a new segment because, like I said, I'm kind of stuck on a dead end with the Bear Files, and I promise I'll try to get back to it, but until I get some inside scoop from uh, Tuscaloosa or Auburn, it's going to be hard for me to get my feet wet on this one. So we're going to start a new segment now, and we're going to call it Reddit Here First.
0: Extra,
1: extra, read all about it. Read all about it.
2: Yeah, so this is basically uh... – just kind of a continuation of that idea that we kind of talked about a little bit back uh, back in a few episodes ago. And basically, I'm just going to go through Reddit, all the college Reddit pages, find a cool article, and then just talk about it. And then we can kind of sit here and discuss them.
1: I fucking love this idea because you know I support Reddit. I think Reddit College Football or Reddit College Anything is amazing. People come up with the best shit. And the fact that we're sitting here like talking on a podcast kind of surprised me because I'm like – I'm so fucking stupid when I read Reddit, because I'm like, yeah, like I could never think of these smart things. People. No, they're like <laughs> brilliant. It's like why am why are they not doing this? Because they're they were are so much more qualified than we are.
2: Yeah. So something that came out today that I thought was pretty cool was um, blue bloods of quote unquote blue bloods of college basketball. A real a real dead time in college basketball Reddit, and is just list eight schools that come to mind when you hear the term blue blood. Yeah, and so you—that's a, a really cool list. idea, though. Yeah, the, I'm I mean, just going through, looking through some of uh, the top voted ones. Well, so I'd like to hear if you yeah. can come up with eight schools that are like the cream of the crop, premier, historic basketball programs. Okay,
1: good. I was gonna say, just so all the listeners know, I have no idea what this list is, and I did want to do it without hearing it first. So thank you for that. Mm. Um, as a podcasting blue blood. I feel like I have a lot to say about this. I think I could, I can connect with my fellow blue blooders. So let's go. Eight?
2: Eight, yeah. A lot of people are having trouble. It's like they can get six that are concrete, and then um, the last two are kind of trouble. Okay.
1: So let's see where, let's see where I land on this one. Uh, UNC.
2: Yep. North Carolina is pretty much on every list.
1: Okay. How about, let me just. You, like, write down my eight or something and then see if it matches up. Okay? So okay. don't, like, correct every single one. I just need to start – I just need to start going. I need mm-hmm. to list these things off without stopping and thinking. Okay? All right. UNC, Duke, Kansas, Kentucky. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yukon. Did I say that one? You have not. Yukon. Gonzaga. Okay. Uh, Kentucky. Uh, Head out west? Syracuse. Okay. I'm going to put Syracuse. I know they haven't, but you know what? I think they're a basketball school. Is this like current, or is this just like a team that No, I would...
2: Blue Blood is pretty much just- uh... A team
1: that I think of when I think of college basketball.
2: Exactly. Okay,
1: so I'm going to put Syracuse. I don't fucking care what people say. I'm putting Syracuse. Fucking deal with it. They're in the ACC.
2: You're missing like the biggest historic basketball program at west.
1: Yeah, UCLA. Um,
2: national titles.
1: Yeah. No, obviously I was gonna go out west. I was just trying to think of like a tough one first. Those are my eight. I know you could probably like switch Syracuse out for like any other school, but you know what? Fuck you. I thought of it. It was the first thing that came to mind. So deal with it. All right. What what do you think?
2: Yeah. So Duke, UNC, Kentucky, Kansas, UCLA. Those are um, like the easy ones. And then Indiana is another one. That
1: you ah shit! I could have yeah. probably switched out in uh, Syracuse with Indiana.
2: Yeah, Oregon Zaga.
0: of a winner
1: oh no that's i mean yeah no i like gonzaga i'm keeping them on there
2: i mean Gonzaga's is definitely recently but uh
1: that's true but you know i'm not like an old guy so this is like my this is my his like memory of college basketball. <laughs> yeah
2: this is obviously subjective this is just a, a discussion yeah. that's being had on reddit but it's pretty interesting to see other people's opinions like some people are even splitting it up into tiers and it's like tier one is kentucky north carolina Tier two is Kansas, Duke, UCLA, Louisville. Wait,
1: wait, Duke isn't in tier one?
2: <laughs> Not according to this.
1: That guy's Not a fucking guy. stupid idiot. I agree with Kentucky and UNC in tier one, but I think Duke should be in tier one if those two are. And Kansas, those are four tier one. Kansas has to be tier one. They invented college basketball. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't then, have a list without Kansas.
2: Yeah, that's true. I definitely, yeah.
1: Kansas really should technically be number blue blood.
2: one. I feel like blue blood means they're all kind of on that same level. I right. don't know how you can well, I think, that. I think
1: separation is, at this point, history. Kansas should be number one just for, like, hiring the guy that created basketball as their head coach. That's Definitely. pretty. That's a pretty blue the blood.
2: Yeah. They have the rules sitting in their stadium right yeah, now. Yeah, that's
1: a pretty blue blood move. They're <laughs> like, oh, this guy created a new sport. We're going to hire him as a head coach and hope it becomes something.
2: And so. then we're gonna have our boosters 100 years from now could purchase those rules for like what was it two million dollars something crazy? yeah
1: yeah so I'm putting Kansas number one I'm not saying they're like they're the best program of all time but we're talking like historical real programs and you know what they fucking suck at football I think that should also kind of be in there I think you, <laughs> you should suck in. at football like yeah Duke. yeah if you're if you're too good at football i think that kind of like takes it down a notch it does it honestly does because you can't be good at every like louisville shouldn't be in there because they're good at football because at this point is louisville a football school or a basketball school or baseball school you know <laughs> so like be
2: blue blood you have to be known as like a basketball school
1: exactly and that's why gonzaga and syracuse are on my list when you think of those schools if i said syracuse and gonzaga you'd be like oh what time's that basketball game on you wouldn't be like oh they're playing in baseball that's fucking awesome let's watch it Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, I think that has that should be in there,
2: and then a few others that um, that were listed here periodically were Michigan State and Villanova.
1: Hmm. I don't know about so. Michigan. Michigan State, yeah, eh. nah, I would, they wouldn't. Villanova, yeah, but Villanova I could take out with Gonzaga. Those two I could switch in and out.
2: Yeah, those are the recent Blue Bloods.
1: Yeah, Michigan State. I don't think I'd put them on that. I I would rather put Villanova or Gonzaga just because it kind of goes back to like I've seen Michigan State be good at football and that kind of fucks up my whole idea my, their identity <laughs> it's
2: just, yeah it's another one of those uh so another moving on to another uh, Reddit here first this was the most watched sports events of 2017 so that just goes January 1 until I guess this week and uh you can probably guess the NFL has the top 10 okay what's and number one though that's Number one is the Super Bowl.
1: Oh, yeah, fuck. That was stupid. <laughs> What's number two? Uh,
2: Packers-Cowboys in the Divisional.
1: Oh, I so it's loved all, that it's game.
2: All NFL. Yeah, it's all NFL playoffs, top ten. Yeah,
1: I loved watching the, and then, uh, the Cowboys lose. But the first boy.
2: college-related one is Clemson-Alabama National Championship. Uh, that had that should 25. be number one. Well, it's, it's never going to overtake the Super Bowl.
1: Okay, that should be number two.
2: The Super Bowl is a holiday.
1: Yeah, the Super Bowl technically shouldn't even be on the list.
2: Yeah, they should just admit that. Yeah, well, the that's not college, fair. The national championship almost got um, half of what the Packers-Cowboys
1: is getting That got. is such horse shit. And the fact that there's that many – look, I like the NFL. I like the NFL. I'm not saying I don't like the NFL. It's football. I'll fucking watch it, and I like a team. I like to watch certain players. I love it. But, no, college football is better than NFL. And well,
2: the, talent-wise, obviously not, but like, just appealing.
1: Right. Just the yeah. to play the game and the spirit behind it, and, like, the emotion. So, like, for all for all you, like, fucking white trash piece of shits out there that like the Buffalo Bills more than college football, like, you suck. You suck. College football is better. And the fact that you would even think the Buffalo Bills are more fun to watch than Syracuse versus Gonzaga football game, you're stupid.
2: There we go. So uh, the next two college games that are on the list, uh, 15 UNC-Gonzaga in the national championship. Yeah,
1: that makes sense.
2: Basketball. And then at number 20, North Carolina again, but in the final four against Oregon. So, okay,
1: but where is uh, Houston when they beat Oklahoma? Uh, that's at
2: 1,247.
1: Hmm, interesting. I feel like that should be closer to the top. Well, no, bit?
2: actually, if you listen to the rules, this was only in 2017, and that game was in 2016.
1: Ooh, thanks. Thanks for mentioning that. Okay. Yeah, so... Uh, if we go back and somehow find 2016,
2: that's like way historic. I don't yeah. I don't think that's actually on the internet anymore. I'm just
1: going to go ahead and say that would probably be like number five.
2: So, yeah. So. I think Russia hacked that one and removed it.
1: I just think, where where is snail racing world championships in that?
2: Um, that must be at 21 right off the list because I don't see that one.
1: You know what? That just happened. Snail racing world championships in Copenhagen. Larry the snail won. So, you know what? I think they made this list a little too early because they needed to include that.
2: Did that happen after July 12th? Yep. Okay, well, that's why, yeah. This was only generated through July 12th.
1: Yeah, see, they made it a little too early in my opinion. That would have definitely been like top 10.
2: I think that's exactly why they made this until July 12th. It probably happened Uh, like one day before.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're scared that people would realize that uh, Copenhagen – is actually real big into uh, watching sports, such as snail racing.
2: Mm-hmm. Take over the Super Bowl. Let's
1: take it over. Snail racing. Uh, Larry the Snail, shout out. We'll make a shirt for you. Oh, yeah. Larry. No, Larry. That's infringing again. Shit. Dude, we keep... Uh, how is this Taking happening everything. to us? God this is what we it.
2: call parallel thinking.
1: Uh, it's just... Son of a bitch. All right,
2: and then We're I have better one than this. Thing okay, from, go on. Uh, from right here first, and that was... Uh, this is... Kind of a crazy stat, and it just shows you how much of a hot seat someone's sitting on that since Johnny Manziel's graduated, or not graduated, since he's gotten drafted. <laughs> um,
1: graduated from Berlin? Okay, sorry, Texas
2: A&M is 1-11 and against the schools Alabama, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, and LSU. And that one win came against Mississippi State. So What? 11 losses to those four schools, and only one win since Johnny Manziel's gone. Dude, so, I how mean, is
1: someone still there? That the is
2: the only reason he's there is because I guess he beats Auburn every once in a while and um kinda like beats up on the bottom of the SEC.
1: Dude, that is just bad. That's really, really... bad. Yeah That's that like okay, if you said that about like Alabama, I'd be like, Yeah, I mean that's everybody has that exact same stat. But the fact that Mississippi State and Ole Miss are included in that is just sad.
2: No, I completely agree.
1: Yeah, I mean I remember we we went to a couple of the Ole Miss and M games when Johnny was there. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, those were good games. Even with him there, they barely won.
2: Yep, yep.
1: But that was also when Ole Miss was good, if you can remember a time that long ago. But that's just – that. yeah, that's bad. I mean, someone – he needs another Heisman-level quarterback, I guess, because maybe <laughs> that's all he can do is just – but the fact is Cliff Kingsbury was the one that got both – got Case Keenum and Johnny Mansell. Mm-hmm. So – <laughs> like, I don't know. It's like Cliff Kingsbury can like get a good quarterback, but he can't coach a team. And Sumlin I don't, can coach a team, but not a quarterback? I don't know. I don't know. But the fact is that I think Sumlin's got to go. But like I said a couple episodes ago, I think he's going to somehow find a way to just bullshit his way through keeping his job for another season.
2: <laughs> Lose to these four programs again.
1: And still keep his job. That's yeah, what's going to happen is that's the A&M mentality. They will just settle for mediocrity.
2: Do you think he go eight and four, but four losses to these four programs and still keep his job?
1: Yeah, 100%. Yeah, probably. Eight I mean, four? I guess eight
2: wins is pretty good,
1: yeah. A&M would shit their pants for that. So, oh, maybe. yeah. All right, so that's it for Reddit here first. I'm really excited about that new segment that we're going to do. I think it's going to be great. And, uh, Jay, you're pretty much going to have to uh, – Give us all the information on that, because Reddit's so confusing. It kind of scares me. <laughs> it's just
2: confusing. It's pretty simple. I'm,
1: I'm like an old man on it. I'm like, what is this? What are
2: all these ups and down arrows?
1: See, I don't even know what you're talking about. So I'm yeah. I love Reddit, but like, you just gotta send it to me for, as an article. Okay, so that's it for Reddit here first. We'll get back to that uh, in episode Vii, and let's move on to rumor season. look at all Jay, you want to start off? You got a rumor this time?
2: Yeah, this one's pretty off the press. This okay. was uh, tweeted out uh, a day or two ago. Maybe maybe today, honestly. Um it's pretty interesting. This quote from uh, one of the Clemson football coaches. I think he was an Al- uh, offensive line coach. And it was during the national championship. It was... The drive where uh, Jalen Hurts ran in the touchdown to put him in the lead with two minutes and seven seconds.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was. That and was crazy.
2: as that happened, and Clemson was about to go back on the field, their their one of their coaches um, talked to his line and congratulated them on winning the national championship. This is Clemson that they're doing this to. Hmm. Um, basically, just saying like y'all already got this in the bag. Um, obviously, this could just be a motivation tactic, but I think my my thing is he was so confident they were going to win because. He knew how much money was in the refs' pockets from from that program.
1: Oh, okay. So like he was paying more than Nick Saban.
2: Yeah, which is kind of unique. Um, like he already I doubt knew Saban's ever been in that situation. Yeah, but
1: he, he already knew he outpaid Saban, and yeah, Saban I didn't mean, know that. But he was like, "Nah, congratulations, guys, we won this."
2: Yeah, like he was so confident. He was actually naming out like certain situations here's his quote we're going to take this ball and we're going to drive it all the way down there hmm? that's a little fishy yeah
1: uh
2: and we're going to take all the time off the clock wow how convenient that i actually did that the very next drive uh i can't uh, tell are the these other actual quotes that i said yeah i swear to god
1: holy so we're going shit. to
2: win this game and we're going to walk out here at your national championships oh national my champions. god
1: yeah so he just he knew that they paid more than Taban. exactly okay that's a big rumor." maybe a little close to the truth and it's almost scary that now you're going to be the one with like a, a hit on your head and not me. Um, and
2: I'm with this program too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So now Clemson uh, fans are going to be after you just like Auburn fans are after me. So you'll, you'll understand what I'm dealing with. I'd
2: be a little bit more worried about Auburn fans.
1: <laughs> that's, that's true. Um, all right. I have a rumor We've been talking about it for a few episodes, but I just want to come out and officially make this known.
2: I'm going to I'm gonna cut it right when you say I'm going to come out.
1: <laughs> uh, Alright, so I am going to make this officially known that Jay wants to officially call out Dexter Lawrence to fight. A fist fight. Bare knuckle fist fight. First one to give up loses.
2: Okay, well just let the record show that this is you saying this. Uh, I... I haven't said any of this.
1: I don't know why. I, you, don't... I don't know why the second we start recording, Jay, Jay is just like, what are you talking about? Jay, right before this, you were like, you know, if you call out Dexter Lawrence on the podcast, I'll, I'll support that. Cause I think I could beat him up. And I'm like, okay. But this one time you got to finally come like admit to all the listeners that you think you could beat up Dexter Lawrence.
2: All right. Let me hear the rest of this absurd and ludicrous rumor. Is that it?
1: That's, that's pretty much it. I, I was going to do something about, we could create a category for our new awards the anarch awards an- mm-hmm. and an- what would that be an act awards an act awards. uh i don't know something about like best in fist fight and the winner gets the award
2: and then they have to actually fight at the end
1: well yeah you and dexter fight and the winner gets the award for like best in fist fight all
2: right well I you're both we in college the there
1: you're both in college i mean i think that's a that's a fair that's a fair award to give out and if you want to challenge dexter lawrence for that award i support you I've actually got,
2: like, four years on the guy.
1: Um, yeah, so I'll actually, like, be behind you. I'll be the guy behind you and be like, hey, nobody jumps in. Nobody jumps in, you know? I'll
2: probably need a few guys to jump in and help me.
1: No, I'll be that friend to make sure, like, I'll I'll, yeah, I'll be get you, getting you hyped, get him a little nervous about the fact that he's going to fight you. Like, clearly you know something that he doesn't. Because I'll step up and be like, all right, all right, when this goes down, though, however it goes, like, your boys aren't going to jump in. I'll say that to Dexter. And, yeah, good call. and his friends are gonna him and his friends you know his friends will be like nah nah we ain't jumping in This is straight up we ain't jumping in and, but Dexter in the back of his head is gonna be like wait why doesn't he want my boys to jump in what's about to happen mm-hmm. so I'll be that guy cause there's yeah. always that guy in the fight you need that guy yeah I'll be like straight up nobody jumps in but if somebody jumps in I'm not gonna do anything like that's fucking crazy those guys are big but I'll say it for you
2: alright appreciate it
1: okay so I think that's what we got for uh Episode VI slash uh, the death of the death Big, of 12. Big 12. Yeah. So I hope everybody enjoyed this episode. I know we had a lot to talk about. We covered some really, really important issues. Jay, anything else?
2: No, I guess uh, they'll just continue to get more important until the season arrives.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. And then once the football season starts, they'll just decline immediately.
2: Yeah. yeah, Not man. looking forward to it. No.
1: All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening, and I'll see you.
2: Adios.